Welcome back to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW. And today we're talking to Juanita Metzger about hyperlocal dog travel. So let's get back into it. In the first half of today's episode, we learned about what hyperlocal travel is and we started to touch on why it's important. So before we dive into some dog-specific discussions, Juanita, can you go into a little more depth as to why hyperlocal travel is so important? For sure. Um, it's, it's actually become more prominent and more important in the last 10 years, uh, really, as we've seen the global Im- Im- impact of things like over-tourism in many cities, um, people being more concerned about the climate impact of international travel, things like cruise ships and uh, air travel, Um, And also rethinking the whole idea of what is sustainable tourism, what is responsible tourism and travel. Um, And so people are starting to make different choices about where they travel and how they travel and why they travel. And I think hyperlocal travel fits a growing niche and a desire for people to, um, to do travel differently. Amazing. Um, That was the perfect way to sum that up. So now let's explore the intersection between dog ownership and hyperlocal travel. So Juanita, where do you see dogs and dog owners fitting into the hyperlocal travel space? How can dog owners really embrace this hyperlocal travel mindset? Well, it's no secret that many people consider their dog as part of the family. So there's no reason why um, dogs uh, shouldn't travel with their families. And actually, the tourism and travel industry has identified dog owners as a very specific demographic and travel segment. And so there is a huge um, marketing um, Uh, Yeah, there's a, a great degree of marketing directed at dog owners from pet travel services to pet travel accessories to websites that uh, give listings of you know pet friendly cities and towns and within those towns places to stay and restaurants and dog parks and trails and and so on making it really easy for people to be able to do their research um Europe is probably farther ahead than North America in terms of having a very dog-friendly hospitality and tourism industry. Um, But I think as pet owners, developing a travel mindset with your pet is really actually quite easy Um, because pet owners, they know their dog's routines and habits and they have all of those when they travel too, just like we do. And we get out of sorts if we lose our habits and routines. So a dog can actually facilitate people um, easing into a hyper-local travel uh, approach. Um, And that's by integrating some of your regular daily dog routines when you travel. So as as an example, um, if you do a regular walk in the morning, choose uh, maybe a neighborhood a little farther away and go and walk the streets, maybe stop at a coffee shop and guaranteed you will meet other dogs and dog owners. And that's a great entry point into talking to people about how long have you lived here? What's good in the neighborhood? What's happening this weekend? Where should I go? What should I see? 
Um, where's the best dog park? That like kids, dogs can be a great entry point into making connections. Um, and you can do very hyper local things like, you know, joining a, a local dog walking group or, um, you know, joining an event uh, that's specifically geared to to dog walkers or or um, or dog owners. Um, yeah, visiting, you know, visiting a dog park is also a, another great way to meet the needs of your pet, but also make connections to people in the local community. Um, so that you get a chance to see neighborhood areas rather than simply tourist destinations. And your dog is probably pretty happy too to have outdoor time and to be able to uh, have some of their regular daily routines. I love how simple this concept of hyperlocal travel can be. It can be as easy as, you know, saying instead of doing my typical walk around my neighborhood today, we're going to get in the car, we're going to drive to a different neighborhood, maybe grab a coffee and go for a stroll. And Kitchener Waterloo has some cute neighborhoods. I'm just going to put that out there. So (laughs) the stuff doesn't have to be complicated, friends at all. So I love that. Um, So we would love to hear some of your favorite hyper local spots that are also dog friendly. So if our listeners wanted to dive into some hyper local travel, where should they start? Well, um, a couple things. One is I love cafes and coffee shops that are dog friendly and have dog treats outside or, you know, maybe are on the counter and so that uh, there's a treat for the owner and a treat for the dog as well. Um, Cafe Pyrus on the Spurline Trail. That I, I mean, every dog knows to stop there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, Dog Friendly KW has also done some great guides that uh, feature businesses and restaurants and patios that are very dog friendly. Um, I love that St. Jacob's, the village of St. Jacob's, has done a great job at um, highlighting the friendliness of the village as a whole. Yes. And, um, and I would also suggest, um, there's a, a, a local dog. Her name is, or her Instagram account is everybody loves Rita and Rita moved here from Ireland with her owner, Sarah, and the two of them travel extensively both locally and around Ontario as they're, you know, exploring their new home. And they have lots of great locations locally, um, but also when they travel to places like Kingston and camping, and they give great advice about how to research ahead of time, you know, places that are, are really dog friendly and um, to make their experience a fabulous one. Yeah, we um, we do agility with Sarah and Rita and um, have had the pleasure of meeting her at a few of our events. And yeah, uh, yeah they're a great crew. Uh, they're they're great partners that travel around. And exactly. Yeah, they do give very, very good advice. But um, yeah. and great education about what it's like to travel with a dog. Yes. Yes. Which can I mean, we try to give as many tips as we can about that because it's definitely it's it's a learning curve when you learn what works for you, what works for your dog and what type of travel you want to do with them. So my partner and I have landed that we really love taking Marshall to Airbnbs, just like random town, renting an Airbnb and just seeing what the community has to offer and hanging out, not really 
doing a whole lot except walking around and going to random places. And that seems to be what's been working for us the last couple of years. And we really like doing that. That's awesome. Yeah, I think success is going to be involve research, 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 um, and finding out as much as you can in advance um, so that there are... Uh, there aren't as many surprises <laughs> and, uh, and being respectful of the, um, of the, the rules that business owners and uh, other municipalities have put in place and, and then families and their dogs will have a fabulous time. Yeah. Yeah. I find that with the, with integrating your dog into travel experiences, you sometimes need to have like an additional layer of planning. So I'll, I'll seldom book a destination without checking, you know, is there at least one dog friendly like brewery or winery? Is there at least like a trail close by or a beach or a body of water that is dog friendly? Um, and I find just knowing that we have like a couple of things in our pocket so that we can make sure that our dog is actually integrated into the experience because I would hate to bring my dog on a trip and then have to like leave him at the Airbnb while we go out and do things. So there's always this like advanced planning step to make sure that there's at least some dog friendly stuff before going anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And dog owners know their dog's personality best and what kind of adventure or travel they would like, you know, are they more subdued and like, you know, quiet cafes or, you know, are they more of adventure dog where, you know, like provincial parks that have specific dog trails and dog beaches and, you know, they get to run around with other dogs. So travel is, is um, unique to each person, but also to dogs as well. For sure. Love that. Yep. You nailed it. Dogs, people, similar but different. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Juanita, for sharing all of that. We are certainly feeling inspired to head out on another local adventure with our pups. So we're going to take a quick break and come back with hyper-local themed lightning round. Happy trails. (laughs) 